Hey, hey folks, welcome back to Unfeigned Christianity, where we talk about issues that threaten the sincerity of our faith or could cause us to live out of a pretense. That's where the emphasis on unfeigned Christianity, there's no pretense, no um, kind of posturing, but rather fairly raw. We have raw conversations and we particularly address perhaps more controversial issues, uh, the issues where we tiptoe around um, maybe be a little bit of an elephant in the room, uh, but can cause division or cause conflict or even just kind of, um, yeah, posturing is a good word that I like lately, just back and forth with each other and and not fleshing out our Christianity, our walk with Jesus. I have been on a hiatus, as you, you have obviously noted, probably, for the last five months, I think it is. I think my last episode came out the end of April. And part of part of the problem is I, as you know, I'm married. I have three kids. Just two weeks ago, we had our first daughter. So we now have four kids. Excited about that. But So we're raising a family here in Northeast LA. And I'm also going to Bible college. And we're fully supporting ourselves. So I'm working as well. And um it's it's just hard to juggle the the podcast and college and work and then obviously writing um writing and the podcast are i guess you could say avenues of ministry avenues of outlet passion that i feel definitely feel passionate about maybe even called to but they they don't really pay a whole lot at this point so i've i've got to work as well and it's kind of bible college is for the purpose of making myself better in my writing right and growing and learning whether that's ministry through writing ministry through speaking or just one-on-one discipleship um and so so i've i've wanted to juggle the two even like if I just study, I get kind of pent up inside, and so it's kind of an outlet of of sharing and, and processing thoughts as well, and and just writing. But um, but it it does. I I'm still trying to find that happy medium or how to do it in a way that doesn't that is consistent, right? I'm not, I'm not going for three months and then off for three months and then whatever. Anyway, so lately I have been during this hiatus about oh the middle of July I started prepping some episodes. So I'm excited for what's coming. There's a lot of stuff coming, several interviews coming, uh, issues addressing current events, politics, racism, what should Christians' perspectives and approaches be in these things, Um, interviewing people on issues of singleness in the church, um, talking about spiritual warfare, talking about evangelism and discipleship, just different a plethora of different um, issues and conversations that that maybe we avoid or or don't have a super robust way of processing. Got some amazing interviews already done, already in the bag, and then some others that I've, I'm scheduling out. And so hopefully we can keep a more um, fluid uh, release of content, I guess you could say. So. Yeah, this summer, obviously, um, part of the reason why I hit a hiatus is with the COVID shutdowns and everything, I decided to take an online uh, summer class of Bible college. 
and that class ended up being way more intense than, than I anticipated. We also did some traveling as a family, went to see my wife's family, and and so um, that's part of why I didn't keep consistent content coming. I'm in the fall semester now. Uh, this summer I did a New Testament survey class, which was really good, really enjoyed it. It was just super intense because it was a condensed class. It was only eight weeks instead of 16 weeks, but the same amount of material. And now I'm doing New Testament backgrounds. I'm taking Matthew, Mark, which is one class, and then Luke, Acts, which is another class. And then finishing up a church history class. It's called um, Philosophical and Historical Foundations of Civilization. I think that's the name of the class. <laughs> we call it Foundations. It's a five-module class, and so finishing that up this semester as well. And one of the things I'm looking forward to is in that class, I'm going to be writing a synthesis research paper on the relationship I'm still fleshing out like what the specific focus is going to be but the relation tracing the relationship of church and state and the impact that has had on particularly here in America uh, particularly looking at the 20th century obviously the rise of fundamentalism last semester I did a paper on the rise of fundamentalism and the the year before that two semesters before that I did a paper on the rise of anabaptism and so I'd like to kind of trace as I can the effects the church has had on state and different models that have been used, whether getting involved in politics or not. Anyways, so that's kind of an, an update of where we're at. Uh, as I said, uh, we had our first daughter. Her name is Avalyn Charisse. We are excited to have her. She's two weeks old. Um, I'm recording a bunch of podcasts, and one of them is going to be kind of a question and response podcast with my wife. We didn't get it recorded before the baby came, and now I'm just kind of giving my wife some space for a few weeks here, and hopefully we'll get it recorded. Uh, there were a handful of questions, different ones sent in, and so uh, we'll be looking at that. If you have questions you want to throw in there as well, go ahead and throw them in also. Um, another thing, uh, just an update, I've, I'm going to be putting all of the podcast episodes on the YouTube channel as well. And if you've seen any videos that I've done on YouTube that went to our family account, it's, it's called Asher Teresa Whitmer. You'll see it on YouTube. I've now created an account just for the podcast, just for the blog. It's just called Asher Whitmer. So if you've subscribed to the other one, go subscribe to the one that's just Asher Whitmer. And I'll drop a link in this episode or below this video as well because I'm not going to post podcast stuff over there anymore it it's it just seems better to keep it separate that way we can have our own private playlists and so forth and then and then this is more for the blog and and the podcast so go ahead and if you haven't subscribed go ahead and subscribe if you like YouTube videos it's going to be pretty basic just like this uh, you'll see me and the person I'm interviewing nothing super fancy but might get more fancy, more developed. I'll also drop other videos if I do like video courses or something. Um, sometimes when I've released uh, a book or an e-course or something, I've, I've done videos that way as well. You'll see some past videos also that you may have may or may not have already seen, but everything's being shifted over. It's just Asher Whitmer on YouTube instead of um, Asher Teresa. Also, the profile is just going to be me instead of my family, just to make it easier for you to find it. Um, 
yeah, I just had a few things I wanted to update you all on. Um, my next episode, I'm excited. I interviewed three guests, so it, it got a little long because of having three guests, but it's really good, and we didn't get everything covered we were looking forward to, but it's going to be on why or why not Christians should vote. Uh, I think this is a huge huge thing we need to think through there's there's a lot of some of us come from conservative anabaptist background and we kind of have this default posture that we don't vote but then we kind of gaze in from the sidelines and it's like we're we follow this and we track it and we and we have our political opinion and eventually we come to the place why don't we vote and and so so many people are starting to vote and this is thinking through theologically thinking through at a deeper level why don't we vote um should we vote uh, we're going to wrestle through some of those questions. My guests are Dan Ziegler from Minnesota, Matthew Milioni from Massachusetts, and then Joshua Good from PA. It's a really good conversation. So I'll be releasing that hopefully the the end of this week um, or the beginning of next week. So look forward to that. And uh, just, yeah, if if you have enjoyed the podcast in the past and if you would like to see more more consistency in the content, I guess. Uh, a, a big way you can help out is by supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Asher Whitmer. Um, I've kind of revamped some things. Uh, my goal is to create good, robust content for the church, for Christians. And so I, I try to do that as free as possible. And in the past, I've, I've um, charged for certain things. Obviously, if, if I publish a book or a course or something that's that's that'll there'll probably be a price point with that but um I'm, I'm trying to make as many articles and resources available for free as possible but if you want that to continue or if you've been blessed by it uh, we appreciate your support through patreon and there are a few there are some extra bonuses on patreon as you support um, one of those is the cheapest for is five dollars a month. You can submit questions, like the question response episode I'm going to have with my wife. Um, the ones Patreons submit will be prioritized. Everybody gets to read that article, but the ones Patreons submit will be prioritized, and that's that's just kind of the basic uh, bonus or or way of saying thank you for the support. And then there's some other for higher tiers. Um, I'm I'm doing cultural analysis and then interviews and reviews where I the analysis is on something like I just recently did one on thinking through the Black Lives Matter movement and that's a little more in depth, a little more raw, um, but just kind of a way of of saying thank you to supporters and providing a resource also that can can help them think through. And then the interview and review is then interviewing someone about that topic or reviewing a book and and the the review is going to be of jamar tisby's book the color of compromise and so uh, each month it'll be a different topic but they'll 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 pair up with each other so if you're interested in that if you've been blessed by this work and you would like to support it go check it out patreon.com forward slash asher whitmer but um again a lot of a lot of my stuff I want to provide for free and to do it well and and provide good interviews, good resources for you guys. And so this is just a way of supporting, way of saying thank you. If if not, 
if you can't support that's that's great that's fine um just give a thumbs up or subscribe to the youtube channel or on apple Podcasts or spotify Podcasts or google uh, google play or what <laughs> anywhere you find podcasts uh you can subscribe to it and if you can leave a rating or review that that that's always nice to hear as well that way we kind of have an idea of how it's impacting you and what you'd like to receive or how we can make changes so i'm going to end out here just by reading some reviews because something i started the last time last spring is asking for reviews and then i'll read them publicly whether positive or negative and so um, i've got two reviews i i've heard quite a bit from people through facebook messaging or emails or whatever um or or just face to face uh expressing appreciation for the podcast and i appreciate that thank Thank you for that. I could only f- uh, find or trace down <laughs> two specific reviews of the podcast, and so I'll read these. Uh, if you if you uh, wanted a review read, then you've got to write it on the on the on the podcast page. But here is one from. Um, oh, got to pull it up on my phone here. The review is kind of interesting. I don't know if you remember from the spring uh i i one of the persons who left a review said something along the lines of he would enjoy a joe rogan style podcast where it's two or three hours in length now i think i've come close to two hours in length um and i thought that was interesting i've actually had a lot of feedback along that line um one of the things i i wanted a very kind of laid-back conversational style and not be so much worried. I think it's a myth that people think, first of all, about the length of something, whether that's an article or a podcast or whatever. I think the more important issue is having good, robust, engaging content that is speaking to an issue that they're facing or trying to think through. And I found that to be true. Some of the most read articles, actually the most read articles on my blog are some of the longest articles on my blog. Uh, same thing, some of the most engaged episodes on the podcast are some of the longest episodes on the podcast. However, I'm not a three-hour style podcaster, so I don't know that I'll ever get to Joe Rogan. But if I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's he's not a believer, but he interviews all kinds of different... He, he interviews some believers. He interviews political people. He interviews just random celebrities and, and sits down, and it's just like they're meeting and having a conversation it goes for three hours at least they talk about all kinds of different things it's interesting sometimes when i'm doing work handyman work or something where i don't need to really think i'll listen to some of his interviews and it'll go you know most of the day most of my work day in contrast to that i got a review it says uh this is from a j under slash yoder it says content good content but too long I have enjoyed the unscripted discussions of real issues that we face. The problem is that these podcasts are typically over an hour, which is well past the length of my commute and attention span. I have started many of these podcasts, but since they took longer than my 30-minute drive, I never finished them. Seriously, if you could keep these discussions 30 to 45 minutes and to the point, I and I think many others would be able to fit these podcasts into our schedules. Thank you for the interview that came for the review that came back on may 30th so it's it's a little old now but obviously since my last podcast um yeah no i i i understand that 
I I personally do not listen to podcasts. I, like I listen during a commute or doing work, and I very rarely finish a podcast in one sitting, because so many of the podcasts I listen to are at least an hour. Some are closer to two hours. Usually they're around an hour. Um, and so what I do is I just stop and I'll pick it up the next commute or whatever, pick it up there. Um, I'd be curious to know, like, how do the rest of you feel? Do you like 20 to 30 minute or 30? He says 30 to 45 minute podcast. Is that what you would prefer? So far, just anecdotally, the feedback that I've gotten is people actually appreciate the, the longer episodes. It, I, the, the podcast where I've listened to where it's under 40 minutes, I've, I've yet to end one where I felt like we weren't just starting. Um, thankfully some of them do part like part ones and part twos. And so then I can usually go right away to the part two, but it, it, you just, you just get going in 30 minutes. And so I don't think I'll be changing that part of it, uh, anytime soon, unless I get an overwhelming response to the contrary that, no, you need to keep it under 45 minutes. Um, because so far, most of the response I've had is, is the liking the longer but thanks for leaving that review. Uh, I definitely am going to chalk it in for the sh- shorter preference and see how things stack up. Another another response I got came through email. It says, hi, Asher, you asked for it. Here it is. This is from Luisa Friesen. I'm thoroughly enjoying the podcast. I've discovered it recently and have been binging. I would love if you could turn your volume up more or intentionally project your voice. <laughs> I laughed when I read that because that has been the bane of my life um, I've got a lower voice and a uh, a darker voice is what uh, a music teacher told me once a vo- vocal teacher <clears throat> so it means it's it doesn't project very well so I've got a I've got to work on projecting or turning the volume up so you're not the first and probably won't be the last, but I'm definitely going to work on it more or getting closer to the mic without poofing too much. Um, she goes on, she says, I, as well as many others, listen to the pod, listen to podcasts while doing other things. Poor sound and projection make it hard to do so. You often come across as mumbling. You also do a lot of agree grunting, almost distractingly frequently. That was, that was good. I've thought about that since in different interviews that I've been doing this time. I, intentionally think like don't don't grunt don't agree because <laughs> i know that can be very annoying and, and when i listen to podcasts that i really like i realize the interviewer is not making any noise or uh, if i if i do it on a call i can hit the mute button or something as far as the content i love it whether or not you change any of the above items i'll still listen thanks for caring about sharing and caring about sharing content that matters in our world and in other churches, and in our churches. Blessings, Louisa Friesen Miller. So, yeah, I will do my best not to mumble or to grunt. Thank you for that feedback. I'm looking forward to getting a new batch of episodes going here. We live in very tense times, don't we? Um, A lot of issues that we are facing, whether it be the virus, whether it be racial issues whether it be (laughs) the election which has amplified almost any issue we've bumped into right whether it be wearing masks or 
whether churches should insist on meeting indoors or whatever, there's, there's all kinds of controversy this year. And my goal through this podcast, through all of my writing actually, is I, I spent some time in August because I, excuse me, I just bumped my mic. I got COVID myself, my wife and I did, and our, and our youngest son. Um, so I was off work for a couple of weeks and just spent some time kind of clarifying vision again and kind of getting clear on why I do what I do, whether it's writing, podcasting, or even college, why we're in LA and all that. Um, and, and one of the things that became very clear to me is, is I have a, a real passion. I, I have grown to love scripture in a way I never did before. Um, the story of scripture is so beautiful. It's the most beautiful epic, <laughs> if you want to compare it to an epic, that I've ever read. You have a holy, perfect God who created a beautiful creation, and its creation, his creation, rebelled against him and entered into chaos, like chaos was unleashed throughout creation. And now he's pursuing humanity to restore humanity not from coercion from without but from the holy spirit within and so that we worship and obey god from love not from obligation it's a beautiful story but there's so many versions of christianity so much so many different ways of interpreting the scriptures and there's so many issues that we face that we bump into in human life that the bible doesn't directly address and it can be really confusing whether you're new to the faith how you know how do i process all this or for someone like me who grew up in church my dad is a pastor right i'm very familiar with scripture all my life i've been familiar with scripture but these issues threaten to derail my faith or threaten to make me develop a pre excuse me a pretense about myself or my faith like try to project an image because i know what i should be what the bible says i should be but i i can't quite seem to live it out um and so a passion of mine is reconciling our human experiences with god and his word and so we're going to jump into whether it be sexual addictions whether it be politics whether it be racial issues we're going to jump into conversations that are that are somewhat volatile right and difficult to to talk about to think through to process and my goal is always going to be from a heart of love to help us to help the bride of christ process this in light of scripture and where does God speak and what does God have to say to these issues? And how do we make sense of the here and now in light of the historical arc and the, the redemptive arc, the redemptive story that God is writing? It's not done, right? We read scripture to know what God's intentions were and to know where history has been and to know where God is going, where God is taking it, what God wants to do with us. We're kind of in... If, if you you can kind of think of scripture in five scenes there's creation then there's rebellion and then there's the initiation of redemption is the third scene what did i say screen scene um and then the fourth scene is jesus showing up to accomplish redemption and then the fifth scene 
sixth scene, sorry, the fifth scene is the church where we go out and we proclaim the, the kingdom of God. We proclaim redemption and invite people to, to experience the redemption of Jesus. And then the sixth scene is Jesus coming back as king to complete redemption. We're in that fifth scene. And if you think in terms of play and theater uh, and you think of improvisation, uh, N.T. Wright talks about this, improvise, improvisation. We're not given the script for the fifth scene. If you, if you read scripture, like we, we see the explanation of the previous four scenes and we see foretaste of what's going to happen in the sixth scene, but there's not a whole lot of detail about how we live out in the fifth scene. Now, there, there are. There's some basic principles, but the, the Bible never directly addressed how to deal with Black Lives Matter. Does it? The Bible never directly addressed whether we should vote in a country that gives us the opportunity to vote, or whether, if we vote, whether we should vote for Biden or for Trump, whether uh, abortion is a bigger issue than killing people through military force or whatever. Like the these aren't addressed in Scripture, and so we improvise. And N.T. Wright talks about how when actors improvise. Someone who's going to do a good job of improvisation knows the story well so that it's consistent with what has already come, what has already happened in the previous four scenes, and to where it's going to end. And so we can improvise. There's improvisation. There's we, we you know, how we do ministry. We could even say, I, I would push against this a little bit, but we could say that whether or not we vote, does the Bible really address that? Do the times of the Bible, are they comparable to our day, whatever? We might improvise in our conclusion of that. I, I would, we, we're going to push against each other on some of these things. That's part of the improvisation. We're trying to understand what does God want us f to do for this time. But the only way we're going to do that well is if we know the story, the previous four scenes, super, super good and know where it's going so that we can create that bridge in the fifth scene. And obviously we do that through the help of the Holy Spirit, not on our own kind of intellectual wisdom. And so that's kind of a passion, that's a burden, that's why we have this podcast. That's why we have a blog. Um, my wife and I, my wife is very much behind the scenes giving feedback and input and hopefully get her into a little more of these these episodes and, and let her kind of share some of her perspective on some things. But the goal is to reconcile our human experiences, which are shared, right? We, we all have common experiences with God and his word where we might be like, what are we supposed to do or, or you know, this doesn't make sense or this seems contradictory or whatever. Why are Christians so divided on these things? So that's that. That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. I'd love to hear from you if you have specific questions or, or converse topics you'd like to address. Hopefully this is coming out on Wednesday. Hopefully by Friday or the beginning of next week, we'll have the episode with, with Matthew Milioni, Josh Good, and Dan Ziegler. Ziegler.